In this episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we continue a series of podcasts on the topic of God's command to fear not. Today, we focus on God's protection in peril. Hello, I am Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries, and I'm alongside Erica Close. Hello, everyone. And we are excited to continue in our series of Fear Not. We are coming towards the end of those. But it's an amazing thing to be a child of God and realize that there are so many blessings that God gives us and so many things that he does for us. And one of the things that is a constant in our life is that he says, be anxious for nothing. But if everything with prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God to keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And he says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. And so fear is something that overcomes many, many people and especially people of the world. They're just, they're afraid of so many things that their life is almost paralyzed. And it's, it's really kind of uh, shut down, and they're not living the abundant life that the Bible tells us that we have in John 10.10. And so as we begin to look at our uh, protection and peril, which uh, in words that I would understand a little better would be, you know, I have protection when danger is near. And Erica is going to take us through a passage of Scripture in 2 Kings uh, chapter 6 that gives us a real understanding of how even though the world may see something one way that God is still working, even if it looks like it's behind the scenes. And when he's behind the scenes, he's still in full control. Absolutely. All right. So we are in Second Kings chapter 6, and we are uh, reading an account um, about the prophet Elisha, not Elijah, but Elisha. And uh, Elisha is in a unique position at this time. Um, the Israel is sort of warring with, um, with Syria. And the king of Israel uh, comes to find, excuse me, the king of Syria comes to find out that Elisha has been able, um, through the power of the Lord that's with him, to be able to give Israel some really valuable sort of information about the king of Syria. And so the king of Syria is says, you know, we've got to go get this Elisha guy. So his intent is to go and kidnap Elisha. And so that is the setting for where we're starting. We're in um, 
2 Kings chapter 6, and we're going to start in verse 15. And we read, And when the servant of the man of God, the man of God being Elisha, was risen early and gone forth, and behold, an host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? So the servant wakes up early and he looks out and he sees this Syrian army all around them. And he answered, this is Elisha, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. So Elisha, as the man of God, Elisha is the one who is in communion with God and listening to him, sees the reality, the physical reality of the Syrian army that's around them. But he also sees the reality of the host of God's army that is with them. And then we read in verse 17, And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes, meaning his servant's eyes, that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. So Elisha could see the Lord's army that was with them, but his servant could not. So even though the Assyrian army was around them, Elisha knew that they had a greater army, but his servant just couldn't see it. So Elisha prays that his servant could see the Lord's army around them, and he did. So even though Elisha himself was in a precarious situation, he knew that he had even more with him because he had God's army with them. Something I really love about that, Erica, is that the servant was blessed by Elisha's faith. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Elisha's faith was able to request of God for the servant to see. And I think so often in our lives, we forget the role we play with those individuals that God has put in our lives. That's so true. And God has handpicked your circle. And if you are really adhering to what God says, then you realize that that circle is not a coincidence and that circle is not without a purpose. And to realize that in this passage of Scripture that that person that that God had put in Elisha's life was blessed because of the faith of Elisha gives us a pause to think about our role in the people's lives around us. Our role is for our faith to be strong when theirs is weak and for our faith to help build their faith. And so that it's this continuous protection of faith in Jesus because as mine wavers, yours is strong. And your faith in God is, is certainly your relationship, but it doesn't stop there. It permeates to the people around you. 
And this anxiousness and this fear that the servant had because he was looking at logic was quickly squelched when he saw what God could do. And for most of us, we're probably not going to be able or haven't done, and, and I guess that's a statement of my lack of faith, a prayer for you to see God's angels and God at work around you that you could physically see it. But I can paint a picture. I can give you scripture. I can live with motivation and inspiration. I can live with determination. I can live out loud for Jesus. Oh, I love that, living out loud. You can live and speak the truth of what you know into other people's lives that don't have that truth. And in a very real sense, let them see the armies of God that are around them, fighting for them. Psalms 118.6 says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? And in the life that we live and, and the, the devil all around us, I think sometimes we forget that we have an armor of God and we have an army of gods that is around us and nothing can take us down. In fact, the angels are put around us so that we don't even dash our foot upon a stone. We are protected when we stay within the realm of God's boundaries. I love that because I think, you know, when we think about, you know, what can man do unto me, I feel like that verse makes us think literally like who could come at me and hurt me, like physically hurt me. And if we, you know, can we think about the passage that we started in with Elisha, I mean, that's a physical battle, right, that they're talking about. But it's not just about that, right? I mean, it's what can man do unto me? What can the things of this world do to me? How can I be impacted by it? This verse says, you know, that the Lord is on my side. You know, what can man do unto me, but what can the world do unto me? What can the consequences of the world do unto me? It doesn't have to impact me the way the devil wants the world to impact me because I've got the Lord. I always feel like the Holy Spirit and the armor of God is like Teflon. And as the world shoots things at me, it can't stick unless I take my hands and reach out and grab it and hold it. Oh, that's good. See, it can't stick against me because I'm protected. But some of us get our hands outside the armor, and we grab it, and we hold on to it. And we should have nothing for the world. The world should have no allure to us because the reality of it is that when we are focused on Jesus Christ and our heart is sold out to him, we'll see that the world has nothing to offer us. We are pilgrims on a journey looking for a city whose maker and builder is God. We don't belong in this world. This isn't our home. We are just pilgrims passing through, and our life should reflect that. But I think some of us have reached down and grabbed so many things that we've got this stuff hanging on us. The image that I have right now, um, you know, we, you, you talked about Teflon and about things like just hitting and bouncing off of you, right? And I got this image of like a, like a paddle, like most games that we play with a paddle and a ball and a racket and a ball, right? The, the ball comes at you and you hit it and the ball just bounces off. Right. And as you were just talking and you were um, talking about how, you know, things, 
we get things that get stuck to us if we reach out and grab them. You know those, you remember those, that like paddle game that you had when you were a kid? I know I had one. We had it in the with pool With the Velcro. Too. Like the paddle had Velcro on it and the balls had Velcro on it. So you could catch it. You could catch the ball because you were catching the Velcro. And I, I just got this image of, you know, that's not the kind of paddle we go out with. We don't go out with a paddle where everything the world throws at us automatically sticks. We go out with a Teflon paddle, right? Or with Praise a real the Lord. paddle. Praise the so Lord. So that when the things of the world come at us, they bounce off. We don't want to have our paddle be sticky. No. Because it's not about. And it's only sticky if we let the world on it. Right. We want, we want a clean, reflective and first John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We have the power within us to defeat the devil because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You know, there's another psalm that um, is very similar to Psalms 118.6, and it's Psalms 56.11. And it says, in God have I put my trust I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Amen and hallelujah. Right. We've put, our, because we have put our trust in God, we don't need to be afraid of what man or what the world can can do to us. And then again, in one eight, Psalms 118.6, so the Lord is on my side. I will not fear what can man do unto me. I've put my trust in him, so he is on my side. It just to, in Psalms 118.7, it says, The Lord taketh my part. I love that phrase, right? He takes yeah. my part. He's on my side. He's going to take up for me because of the trust that I have placed in him. I want that, right? We all want the friend that's going to take up for us. I want God to take up for me. Amen. He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And I love, I love that passage in 2 Kings chapter 6 where... We are given a glimpse at the power that one has when they walk close with Jesus. As Elisha could ask for what he needed and God provided it. And then how we can have a glimpse at the army of God that constantly walks and surrounds us. And I'm, I'm often drawn to Peter in the water. When Peter was in the boat and he was in trouble, God was already there because he says, Lord, if that be you, bid me come. So he could see, and he was in a place even when he couldn't really recognize God, which I think sometimes we choose not to recognize God in our situations. But even in that instance, God was still already there. And in the instance of Elisha and his servant, um, the armies were there, and they were sure. And I just feel like we, we as Christians need to, to live in that peace that passes all understanding that we are his children and he cares for us. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. That's how we need to live. And when we've chosen him and we've trusted in him, we can do that. We want to see how he's at work. Well, we are so thankful that you have chosen to spend this time with us. And next Wednesday, we will be still in the fear knots, but we are talking about strength and weakness. It is our prayer that you know Jesus and that you have a close personal walk with him. Remember that you are loved. Jesus loves you.
Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Happy girl.